The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A couple, newly married, comes to the first night of Sheva Brachot. And there, with all smiles, the family and the friends, after enjoying the night before by a magnificent wedding, is waiting to rejoice with them the first night of Sheva Brachot, with the wonderful speeches with the night beautifully put together in honor of this couple. And there they come in with big smiles, and everyone dances and sings, and they sit the couple up in the front of the room, and the speeches began, and everyone sat down for a meal, of course, a su'udat mitzvah. It was really a night that was beautifully done, not just a good continuation from the wedding, but something that made the couple feel that they're going to build a bayit ne'eman Israel. At the end of this night, while the couple was picking up to leave, suddenly the kala, checking her fingers, realized, going into a hysteria, that she's missing her diamond wedding ring. Quickly she runs back to her seat. She looks through the napkins, under the table, no ring. She goes running into the kitchen, looks around, no ring. She asks the waiters, did you see? Nothing. She's about to go into hysteria. She feels that anxiety and panic attack coming. She turns to her Atan husband, and she says, I don't know where my ring is. Help me. He runs inside. He calls in the whole family. Everyone comes running inside. No more than a minute later, the entire family is down on their hands and knees, going up and down the floor, looking for this diamond wedding ring. Nothing. It's gone. Gone. Sure enough, it only took a few minutes for the Hatan's mother to pull her son over on the side and say, Are you joking me? She can't keep the ring on her finger the first night of marriage. She only got married last night. How do you lose a ring in 24 hours? Did she not like the ring? Did she tell you that the stone wasn't big enough? Maybe it wasn't her style. What happened to the ring? I don't know. She lost it. It's not her fault. How could anyone ring a diamond wedding ring? Well, this, this Hatan saw that started out on a night that was so beautiful may turn into something that nobody would want to be in a position for. So quickly he turns to his kala and he says, listen, it'll show up. We're both exhausted. It's late. Let's go back to the apartment. Don't worry. Okay, they go home. That night, his kala's twisting and turning all night. She can't sleep. She's broken to pieces. What did she do with the ring? The next morning, the phone rings. The guy jumps out of bed. I bet you somebody found the ring. He picks up the phone. It's his mother. Listen, I couldn't sleep all night. How could you lose a ring? What kind of a foolish fool did you marry? If she can't keep a ring on her finger, she's going to be able to take care of a house, a husband, kids. But she's going to forget the kids at Walmart. Well, what, what type of a girl is this? What did you marry? Trying to keep his mother calm, he tells her, Ma, mistake. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll find it. There's a sigula. I'm not a binyamin. I'm going to say it. I'm going to give the money. Mayor Balanes will find it. His mother was relentless. 
relentless. Because couldn't deal with the fact that her daughter-in-law, after all the money they paid for that diamond, in the first night Sheva Brachot lost a ring. Well, you can imagine that the second night Sheva Brachot, how uneasy of a feeling there was in the air when the Hatan and Kala showed up to the Sheva Brachot. There, her mother-in-law, with a grim face, was waiting for them. Did you find it? No. My gosh, she wouldn't say a word to her. She's mumbling under her breath the whole night. She's talking to everybody else but the Kala, and the Kala feels like that she's talking about her. And she's probably telling everybody how bumbling of a fool I was. How did I lose the ring? Oh, she was broken to pieces. The entire night was ruined. The Simcha was gone. And the Lashon Hara just began. Wait till the other sisters got in on the act. And then there are the ants. And then there's the friends of the family. What? True? She lost the what? Hurry? Where? And they went to look and hear it. It was a talk in a town. A girl loses a diamond ring the next night. This girl was broken to pieces. Not much. Every night she showed up to a Sheva Brachot. The Lashon Hara just got more and more. Her feelings got destroyed more and more. And this poor guy, he saw. He saw that the situation was deteriorating in a very, very serious way. He was broken as well. To start off a marriage like this, a poor couple. Well, the last day Sheva Brachot came. Quietly, without really talking to each other, they both were getting dressed, ready for Shevrachot. Suddenly, she hears her husband, the Hatan, in the bathroom give such a yell. What's the matter? I can't believe it. Ring. She says, what? Did you find the ring? He says, take a look. This is the suit. This is the wedding suit that I wore the night of the wedding and the first night Shevrachot. After that, I didn't wear it. It was here in my back pocket. Totally forgot the first night. When we went to wash Nitilat Yadayim for the bread, you took off your rings and you gave it to me to hold for you. Put it in my pocket. I forgot to give it back to you. All along, I cannot believe it. It was right here in my suit pants. She said, what? You had the ring all along? You mean you're the one who forgot to give me the ring? Yeah, I feel terrible. I feel terrible. Please forgive me. She says, listen, call your mother right now and tell her. He says, no, 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 I have a better one. We're going to Shevrachot. I'm going to get up in front of everyone, in front of the family, in front of the friends, in front of the aunts, in front of the sister-in-laws. I'm going to tell her what happened. She says, you're going to do that? Of course. What do you mean? I'm the fool. It was in my pants all along. How did I forget? That night, they came into the Shevrachot. And before the speeches began, before anything, the Hatan stands up at it. He gives a bang on the table and he asks for everyone's attention. And there he says, I'd like to announce to everybody that today, putting back on my wedding suit from the first night and Sheva Brachot, I found my wife's ring in my pocket. I am so foolish. The first night she was washing the tilat yadayim for bread, she handed me the ring to hold, and I put it in my pocket, and I, you know me, I'm a spaceball, I totally forgot. And ever since then, everyone thought it was my wife who lost the ring, and it was me. I feel terrible, I'm asking my wife forgiveness in public in front of everyone. Please forgive me. 
You can imagine the smile on this girl's face. That night, this girl did not need heels. She walked out 10 feet tall. Her mother-in-law came over crying, literally in tears, begging her for forgiveness. How she felt and how she thought and why she should never have suspected. And her sister-in-laws came and gave her hugs. Oh, we feel terrible. We should have known it was our brother. He's a space cadet. He did this a thousand times. That girl came home with her hatan. Simcha was restored to the home. And now, now a happy home had the ability to begin to be built. Well, do you think that's the end of the story? Of course not. You heard the story already. <laughs> Some two and a half to three years later, one day this girl was coming home from work, and as she was handling packages, her ring banged slightly against the wall. The stone got loose, and she was worried that if she doesn't have the stone tightened, she may lose Hasvishalom, that beautiful diamond, in her setting. So she quickly called up the jeweler on 47th Street that she bought the diamond from with her hatan some two, three years earlier. And there she went down to the jeweler and she said to him, Please, we bought the diamond from you along with the setting. Can you tighten it so I Hasvishalom don't lose the diamond? The jeweler said, Absolutely. She hands him the ring and in one second he looks and he says, One second. This isn't my diamond, and this is definitely not my ring. What are you talking about? I was here three years ago when I first got married, a month before the wedding. I was here with my hatan, you remember him? And we picked out the setting, and we picked out this stone. And you had it ready for us in time of the wedding, in a matter of a few days. What do you mean it's not yours? He says, listen, I remember selling you a ring, but this is not it. Now, I don't know what's going on here. But every diamond dealer knows his stones. And I can tell you clearly, this is not my stone, and this is not my ring. She took the diamond back. She went home that night. And there she sat at the kitchen table, waiting for her husband to come home. I'm smiling only because I see the look in my eyes, in my head. That wife sitting at the kitchen table with her arms crossed, waiting for her husband to come home. And the husband comes walking in with the devonair smile. And then there she is, not needing to even say a word. And she says to him, so, are you going to tell me what is going on? Could you tell me where did you get this ring from? And then he realized, he realized that the truth had to be told. This guy, he saw that his wife was getting shambled. From his mother, his sisters, and he was so worried that she was going to begin the marriage and entering his family with the stigma of being a foolish, non-competent girl. Let's just leave it at that. And because of that, the very next day after Sheva Brachot, when he saw the ring was not being found, he ran out. He took a loan for $5,000. He went to a friend who deals in diamonds wholesale. And he bought a new ring as closest and best to the perfect specifications of the original diamond gave her. Only to have it ready the last day of Sheva Brachot. 
so that that afternoon he could plant it in the back pocket of his wedding suit and announce to everybody that it was he who misplaced the diamond and not his wife, as to save her shame, as to save her reputation and her face in the eyes of what's already difficult to enter a new family. And that night he stood up and announced to everyone, it was me who misplaced a diamond. Here it was in my pocket all along. It had nothing to do with my wife. And sure enough, sure enough, that night, his wife again was found in a magnificent light in the eyes of his mother and the entire family. And he took the brunt for the shalom bayit, for the feelings of his wife, and to stop the Lashon Hara from continuously burning up the entire family. I tell you, here's a simple guy who on the outside seems simple, but a great Jew, one that we all can exemplify and mold ourselves after such an example, because you could be sure that he will be from those standing at the front row when Mashiach comes, the ones, the erasers of Sinat Chinam, the ones that stood up to the call of Shmirat HaLashon, the ones that have a direct hand in the bringing the Geulah Shalema, Mashiach Tzitkenu Bimhera, we could be standing right alongside of him, carrying this concept. It's more than just being protected from dogs. The concept of Shmirat HaLashon is a concept of bringing the Geulah and of relieving the Shekhinah from this terrible galut that we've all suffered from, more than just 42 stops. It's time to say, this should be the last three weeks we have to go through an Avelut. We should be zochet to a Tisha Be'av, the day, the birth date of Mashiach Tzitke, the day, the birth date of the Geula, that together we will build that third Bet HaMikdash, and together we will see the Yeshuot the Niflaot and the warmth of Borei Olam once again. Amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to Inspire.org.